Welcome back to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for Watch Geeks by Watch Geeks. I'm John Biggs. I'm Victor Marks. I'm Nicholas Dalio. And today we're talking about two exciting things, even three potentially. There's a, there's a new watch, uh, rumblings of a new watch, ladies and gentlemen. Lads, what, what wow. is this new watch that we're talking about? Are you talking about the Seiko SKX style GMT? Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. Those are three words that go together really well. Yeah. I want a GMT. I want a GMT Seiko thingamajigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're the GMT guy. I love a GMT. This thing's been rumbling around for a couple of months, right? We've, we've heard whisperings. And, and there have been a couple of images that have sort of crept out. But it, we, we haven't really known what it was, right? We sort of knew that it had this, this movement called a 4R34 in it, which generally would say it's, it's an NH-style movement. But, yeah. but we didn't know much beyond this. It's probably going to cost about 500 bucks. But we didn't have a clue until yesterday one of our, our fans linked us to the manuals for how you set this watch. And we were able to tell a little bit more about it. So, so is it, so what, what, what is it? It's the, uh, is it, uh, does it, does it click forward or what is, what, what are we talking about here? So, so there are two kinds of GMT movements, right? There's, there's the kind where you can set the hour hand independently, which is super convenient, right? You, you get on an international flight, you get off at the other end and all you have to do is adjust the hour hand to change time to your local time and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Right, so you set the twenty-four hour hand to your local time where you started out, and you change the hour hand when you get there, and it's just super convenient. The other kind is the kind where you have to set the twenty-four hour hand, and basically you you set the crown like you're going to adjust the date, but instead of turning the crown clockwise to set the date, you turn it counterclockwise, and you can move the twenty-four hour hand around. Yeah, basically, what they've done with those kind of movements is taken away the day setting from a day date. And turned the day into a twenty-four hour hand. Hmm. Oh, like, like I, if you see. Imagine I, gotcha. I that, see. I see. Yeah, yeah. The day changes every twenty-four hours, and they have this corrector that holds it in place for those twenty-four hours. If you took that away, it would just slowly spin around. So that's what they've done: is they stuck a hand on it, and uh, that's what we got here. Is what it looks like. Okay. So, but so so it's the op. It's the other. It's the last one. It's not. It's not it's like the lame way. It's not like yeah. It's, it's the, the lame. lame way. Ah, oh, that's yeah. stupid. It, so it's so- frustrating, but it's not uncommon, right? There are only three major good ones that I can think of. And they are, of course, the Rolex one, because they did it right. There's the Seiko Grand Seiko 9F movements, like the 9F56 or 9F86, something like that, where it's the uh, it's in the SBGN001 watch, where, where you can set the hour hand independently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's the Seiko Presage, the 6R46 movement where they got it right. And so it's, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that they did this for the NH movement. But that's so, but that's so just a way to get it cheap. Yeah. It's the yeah. easiest, fastest. And Etta does this too, right? The, the, you know, the 2893 does it the lame way. All of the converted 2836s that, that you see that are, are GMT movements do it the lame way. Because it's, it's, it's the easy so way to do weird. it. so weird. Why would they do well, that? So, I, I've literally never seen that, actually. We, ta- we talked about this before. I was so, fast, I was so like, fascinated by this thing that it existed. Right. I mean, the, the good way of doing this is the benefit of having the hour hand independently adjusted is that when it's done like that, 
you can turn the crown backwards and forwards, and you can have the hour hand go in reverse or go forwards, whatever's fastest to get to your desired new time zone. When it's done this way, you have to go all the way around the horn. Hmm. The good news about this, the thing that I do like about it, is that A, I'm glad it exists because having a diver SKX style with a GMT is just cool. And second of all, I like the idea that, you know, Seiko sells these NH movements to everyone. They'll sell them to any micro brand. And I like the idea of there being a lot more GMT movements available, GMT watches available from micros. So it's kind of a knock-on effect I'm hoping for. Yeah, hopefully. But yeah, I mean, and that seems. Uh, yeah, I still, I still want the, I still want the previous one. I don't know. I'm just, Would you I'm buy saying, this, John? I mean, you're, you're now you're in a, retrospect, a wealthy no, now man. Re- I am a wealthy man. See, I, I spoiled I come, it for him. I, I ruined it. You did, you did, you did ruin it for me. It's like but I you, feel so like. So let's say this is. Let's say this is five hundred dollars. You just you wouldn't just get it just because. I mean, no, I don't think so. Really? Like if it's right. like if it were if it if it had if it had the proper if it had the if it had the right way of doing things. Like I've never seen I've never seen what you talk about. I've never seen that. And maybe I'll maybe I'll you see it in the future. I've never Wait. seen it. What's what's, well, what's a watch so, that does it? Well, you you own one of the good ones. You've got your Rolex Explorer too. Yeah, and I and I have I have Omega Explorer, I have Omega GMTs. I got a I got a Bell and Ross GMT. I don't I don't recall okay. ever seeing the Bell and Ross GMT is probably a twenty eight ninety three. So when you set that one, that's the one of the ones that does it wrong. Unless they did something really funky and and no, like it's it's the it's changed the, the hand the, stack. The hand stack, the hands, the hands, the hands go like, like if that. they if they put the hour hand in place of does the twenty four hour hand move with the minute hand? That's the question. Yeah. Then they did something funky with the hand stack if they're using a twenty eight ninety three, and they have to be because where else would they get a movement? I have like I what else I would I, Bell and Ross use? Yeah, I don't know. I have to. I mean, I can I can go check to make sure that I'm not like making stuff up, but I don't think I am. I think you got to check. Yeah, we could we could kill time. I you think you got to check. No, no, I I I'm calling this. I need to know. All right, you all right? You Which, you, you guys you guys talk. You guys keep going. All right. I'll, I'll I'll be back. Well, be I back. will. I will uh, I will keep it in Seiko land for a minute. And, and folks <laughs> listening, uh, there are folks on my roof, guys working on it. So if you hear rumblings and stuff, I apologize. Well, half it that rumblings, John helped. trying to find a watch. But well, but that's that's part of the show. Tell, tell me about audience. Seiko land here. What's what's yes, going on in Seiko I, land? A few days ago, I broke the thousand dollar barrier for <gasps> the first time. Well, technically, it was like nine ninety, but let's call it thousand uh, dollar. I bought the SPB two three nine. Uh, technically the JDM version, because I couldn't find the American version for sale outside of eBay. Okay, I don't know the numbers. I'm a complete ignoramus about this stuff. Oh, yes. So that is the, this. it's about a year old. Uh, I uh, It is the, what is it? It's a 62 MAS kind of re reimagining. Remember they, they released like the Willard yeah. reimagining yeah. thing? So it was it was the other half of that coin. Uh, it's got kind of, it's, it's kind of guilty, uh, there which, was the SPB which is exactly two. how you feel after having paid that much money, right? Well, that's you the question. It was like to be <laughs> oh, fair, wait. I don't have it yet. Okay, back. okay, all right, all right, all right. You're right. What did you find out? The, I figured it out. The uh, the GMT hand spins. Yes. See, that's but that's the annoying way. But it doesn't spin. It doesn't spin. Uh, it goes one direction. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's dumb. That's the Edo way of doing things. But the so now I've ruined a Bell and Ross for you. Well, I mean it's fine. I don't care. I'm, I actually want to yeah. sell this one. I'm not really into this one anymore. It's too big, which is kind of ironic. Uh, 
All right. So, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're right. All right. So I see what's going on. So this is an atom movement yeah. in there. I never, I didn't even think about it that way. So the, the Rolex I have does it the right way. This does it the wrong way. End of story. Correct. Yeah. All right. Oh, well. I think you owe an apology to Seiko is what it sounds like. So, well, <laughs> well, okay. So, uh, so, I, so I would accept. Maybe you'll buy it accept, now. I would accept that I would accept that style, but as long as, as long as it's jumping as opposed to moving smoothly, right? Does oh, that make sense? completely continuous? Yeah, I don't want it completely continuous. I've seen completely continuous ones, like the Chinese, the Chinese movements that are really yeah. bad. Yeah, so the Chinese I've ones do completely continuous. Hmm. The, right, the anyway, ones with a nice little the, snick as it pops in, uh, jumping around the hours is, is not bad. But then you run yeah. into weird situations where there are time zones that are on the, the like the half hour. And, and yeah, so that's I'm, why I, I, uh, I don't, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to Burundi or wherever the hell you got to go. to. Exactly. The half hour one. That's the yeah. one. Anyhow, I just put a, a link in the chat while you were rumbling through your rummaging through your drawers. I, I dropped news that I broke the $1,000 mark for the first time. Uh, I put it in the chat. Uh, I bought the SPB239, technically the JDM version, because I could not find the American version for sale outside of eBay. Uh, and it is the, it came out about a year ago. I guess it's the, uh, is it like the 62 mass, like re reimagining? I don't know. It's just, it's it's a cool looking, kind of gilt a looking three, Seiko. You bought with a, a more expensive a Seiko? Yes, Look I did. I, ha- I don't have it yet. It should be here next week. Uh, I definitely uh, thought about it for a while. It's like you know, that's that to me is yeah. You know, that's I would say big money, that's a, but like it's a lot of money <laughs> for that's a, a lot watch of that I you, obviously yeah. don't need. Considering I sit at a desk all day and then go to bed, I have I have a few, uh, but that, that was also part of it. I was like, I got I got to get rid of some. So I'm kind of thinning out the collection of stuff I. Like that's the kind of the funny thing is I have stuff in here that I literally just don't wear and it's just sitting in this drawer. Uh, so I again, I'm, this is not a review. I literally don't have it yet, but I thought that was an interesting thing. Uh, you know, that four digit uh, barrier I think is kind of it's a big one. I don't I don't see breaking five anytime soon to be honest. <laughs> uh, but the thousand dollar mark is uh, and, it has been how broken. How many Seikos do you there have? You Hooray! Well, congratulations we're really proud of you we're really like it's Thank it's you. like it's the it's the first it's your first step towards manhood i think this is this is the equivalent of like a bar mitzvah in watch terms i i, f- uh, I feel like it's a bar mitzvah yeah all my friends are now, here we're 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 watching uh and shanana is there for some reason yeah it's great so that was right. that. I, I'll have a uh like a review or, or further thoughts uh perhaps as soon as next week but because I had mentioned it on the uh, the rerun we ran on Monday for Memorial Day. Uh, well, so that was well, speaking that. of speaking of watches that are expensive, we're we're talking I'm a little happy. bit about the idea that you can yes. that you can bargain at the at the authorized dealers. And what what, what did we come? <laughs> yes. with? What information did we come back with? Well, the backstory here was there was a, a cool article in Fratello, uh, <laughs> the website Fratello, uh, published the other day about like, uh, is getting a, a discount, like, is that over? Is with the watch market so hot and yada, yada, are the days of walking into an AD and getting a discount over? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, but that was that was the premise. And I'm just reading this article uh, and I'm just like terrified. Like I'm not like uh, I was told that this is like an Aquarius reaction or like my Capricorn moon uh, acting up. But like the idea of 
of walking into any sort of establishment and say, hello, sir, I would like this product uh, for 30% less than the number on the on the uh, ticket there. Like, that's insane to me. Like, I'm used to, you know, walking into a Best Buy, paying $1,000 for an LG OLED because that's the price they've got on there and calling it a day. The idea of walking in and being like, what's the best you could do for me is nuts in so many words. Like I would not have the confidence or the cultural, like whatever to do that. So that was, that was like, is this a culture thing? Is this a, is you're, this you're a an American thing? Am I just a poor, uh, literally a poor man? Well, yeah. Americans don't bargain. Americans don't like bargain. Yeah. For, first of all, if you walked into Best Buy and they had an open box unit, you could absolutely negotiate the price on the open box unit. And second of all, if you go over to a, like a Target retail store, Target employees are allowed to give you 10% off without even asking for manager approval. So what are you hmm. talking about? That's insane. That's I can I get a fact check? <laughs> it's no, it's true. If if you go into Target and you got the last item on a shelf and like the box is a little beat up and you go up and you just say, you know, I'm I, I want this, but I was wondering if you could help me out, they can knock 10% off without that, ever even asking manager approval. If you want more, then you have to go and ask for a manager's approval. But what, they're, they're, not, they're they're not, have you done this? Have you done this thing? Am I going to embarrass Maybe? myself? Yes, yes, I have. Dude, that's so what, insane. I'm not trying to be mean, but like look, I would never in a million lifetimes think to do says there is, this. There is a context where where you feel safe negotiating, and there's a context where you don't. And obviously, Best Buy and Target are are, are contexts where you probably don't feel safe negotiating. It feels like the price is the price, and that's it. But you you can depending on what it is and who you're asking, you can get a you, just as much as you can price match, right? You can go into Best Buy and you can say, hey, I found it at this website of your competitor and it's less and they'll price match for you, right? That's also uh, a form of negotiating. Like, my skin is itching just listening to <laughs> this is This is you very foreign I, to you're, me. I'm, I'm no longer your friend. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That's, that's <laughs> friendship over. What's that uh, mean? Yeah, no, this over, is just yeah. very, I would never think, to do that, you know, uh, uh, whether it's Best Buy or even, I guess, bringing it back to watches. Now, when I bought my first watch uh, at a Yonkers jewelry store uh, a couple years ago, it was it was a Seiko, and it, I don't know, it had like three hundred dollars on the the ticket or whatever. And the guy's like, "Oh, I'll give it for you two seventy five. I was like, "What are you talking? Give it to me!" Like I, I I'm just so unaware. Like, of, he I, offered, I and you didn't even know to ask, right? No, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought again, the price on the thing is what you pay for it. I don't. I don't expect. Not that I don't even yeah. expect. Like it's not even like, and I like it's not a thought in my. How could head. this be flexible? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that's the price, right? Again, I'm used to like, oh, this thing cost this. The Gran Turismo Seven cost sixty dollars. I'm paying. I'm not going to be like, could I get it for fifty nine? Well, actually, hold on. Like so that's four- that's actually a really interesting point. That's a, that's an interesting point. You 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 see it as you're 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 primed towards a online interaction only interaction I am, right yes so so you're so you and your generation let's say let's i mean I, i'm, I'm yeah, still yeah, the yes, same way for sure, for it's, sure. Not, it's not like i'm gonna go into the I'll, like i like i i recently got a uh, i recently got a, a gibson uh uh electric spanish uh 125 tc yeah. from uh from a place in atlanta i picked I, went, I, went, I was in atlanta last TC. week 125 TC. It's beautiful. 1962. Do you, do you know anyway. why the model number is 125? No. Because in 1960, that guitar cost $125. Oh, seriously? Nice. That's so, that's where anyway. the model numbers come from. The ES335 <laughs> was a $335 guitar. Oh, that's funny. All right. 
anyway, so I, so I, so I got this, so I got this thing, but I didn't, I didn't bargain with the guy. I'm like, okay, this is a fair price. I, I looked, I looked online. I'm looking around. I'm seeing like it's higher, lower, it's way, but it was right in the ballpark and I'm not going to, and it's a mom and pop shop in the middle of like the Buckhead yeah. in Atlanta. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to hassle. I didn't want, I didn't want to deal with it. Cause I don't want to, cause then, then I, then I don't get, then I don't like, I don't know they're going to spit on it or something like that. Don't but you it, feel it was, weird? I don't, I don't not, feel not weird. in a specific it, transaction. Uh, like. I, it depends I on the context, yeah, right? If I walked into the fancy Breguet boutique and, and started asking for money off, that would feel kind of out of place. Right. But do, do I have any specific reverence for Best Buy? No, I really do not. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, especially if it's, if, you know, would I start asking to take off money on one of the, the list items on the shelves that they probably have lots of? Uh, probably not. Would I ask them for an open box? Probably. Unit? Absolutely. <laughs> 100, if it's an open box labeled unit, yeah, 100% I'm asking for something more off that. Because they can I'm do it. I'm stunned. I'm like, look, if if you, I feel like I'm a, a new visitor to this planet. If, you guys do this? Well, look, okay. I, there's there's the concept of the shook, right? If you were if you were in Jerusalem and you walked out of the uh, Jerusalem, the what, shook, you know, is, the, shook is the, the market. Uh, the, it's the it's the I'm Israeli the, the Museum for Islamic yeah. Art in Jerusalem, <laughs> right? You left the Museum for Islamic okay. Art, which is where the uh, Breguet Marie Antoinette watch was, and you go to the shook. Interesting and. From the shuk, you know, or or the the night market in Hong Kong, for that matter, right? In all of those places, it is completely accepted and expected that you will bargain, and you will haggle on price. And I, okay, I accept that. I hear you, okay. and I'm not saying. Well, that's now, stupid. If you These go, people are dumb. If you I'm go into the that. mall in those countries or places, it is not expected, and you might get funny look and be told, "What do you think this is, the shuk?" Right? But I hear you, you. can. Because employees are empowered to do a little bit of negotiating sometimes. And well, we used to do this thing so, like, you, you ever heard, you bought a, you, like, there's this thing where you buy a car, right? And you negotiate over the price on a car. And, and that's, and that's, that's actually, uh, that's an interesting point. I don't like to do that. I would much rather, I, I, I would much rather no. go say like, just like, give, give me the, give me the, whatever, What's 26, price? 76 K. Yeah. Let's call Yeah. Yeah. Let's get, Dude, give me the price. Click on a website. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, that too. This, I sound like a zoomer or like a millennial. Like, just let me click. I, dude, I don't want to sit here and like, What's the best you could do? I'd rather again. I'd rather like fucking. Uh, yeah, I no, don't like there's, doing. <laughs> there's there's the 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 feeling of victory at getting a good deal versus the I don't want any of this nuisance. Just let me buy the damn thing, right? I I feel like my hesitation would come from both of those like axes. It's like like I would not feel comfortable doing that. I don't. I have no desire to score a victory in getting this Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about that. Come on, yeah. Uh, but like. Like just the again, it, it might just be an American thing. Uh, I I'm you know as American as apple pie. Grew up in New York. I am not familiar with the concept of like everything is up for debate. It's like oh, how much are these apples? Like I don't know what's the best. Like that is I don't know. It it is very it is foreign to me. And to, again, to be clear, I'm not saying it's dumb. I'm not saying these people are like weirdos. My uh, lived experience, as the term <laughs> is used nowadays, I'm not familiar with that, and yeah. it is very strange sounding to me. So to bring it back to Fratello and the watch thing, right? Like that's why we got on this topic. Is like, I guess that's a thing. If you walk into, you know, uh, maybe not the not, maybe not the Breitling the boutique fashion- in Manhattan. Well, I would or like think the Breitling boutique. would, but but Vacheron perhaps would not. Well, that's I guess that's a quite. I haven't been to or the, the Omega boutique. On, I think it's on Fifth Avenue. It's like, can you walk out with a Seamaster three hundred M? 
oh, could you what could you take twenty percent off? Well, like I would never think so to do that. Here, here's the deal, right? If they have a ton of them and they aren't moving, then that would be your opportunity to ask that kind of question. If they have few of them and they can sell them all day long, like Rolex sure, and their I legendary lack well, of supply. Well, it, yeah, and if and if, yes. and if you went into and, but if you went into like the Diamond District place, you could probably bargain on that thing. And and oh, and, yeah. and and in fact, you should. And and there actually there are many there are many examples of a bargaining situation, like Reverb, for example, the guitar place that I I look on. You could basically make an offer, and you could do that in eBay too. But I mean, a lot of us don't want to do the offer because it's just such a pain. It's like it's like. And do you not get it? Do you, yeah, do, you put, I, do you do you take it? I don't know. You know what? It's, it's right. Just, and, it's, and at the end of the day, what are you really, really bargaining over? Like, if your offer is twenty bucks less, come on, just swallow the twenty bucks, right? And my yeah. here's my my again. I'm my, I'm I'm a I'm a baby. I don't know anything. Is this two questions? Is this jewelry wide wide? Like, if I want to buy a necklace, or if I want to buy a. Something else. So is that is that like a jewelry thing, it, or is that, is that almost just like a commerce thing that I was unaware of? Well, it. it it's definitely a jewelry wide thing. I think it's less so of a commerce wide thing, although obviously I pointed out some examples of retail where it's possible. Sure. Uh, but in, in, to counter some of this, some of the brands have created agreements with the retailers for fixed pricing so that no one can undercut each other. Cause the last thing you want is okay. to be in competition with you, with you or across uh, different retailers, yeah. which is what ends up with the price matching that Walmart and Best yeah, Buy and all those like guys do. So, which I don't bother with. Uh, to me, it's like uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just like a, a weird millennial. But like again, if I, and what do I buy? You know, computer monitors, keyboards. I, I mean, I buy junk basically. Well, right. But, but so like, Apple has fixed pricing, and the Apple price is the price everywhere. And yes. if I want an iPhone, it's the same whether I go to Best Buy or Walmart or Amazon. Right. And if they want to offer deals, they have to offer it out of their dealer margin, kind of thing. That's that was oh that so that was my other question. Like if I walk into if B&H a, a or Adorama store, are giving you a discount, it's not coming out of Apple's pocket, right? Okay. Yeah. So like if I go to a guy in Manhattan and I want to buy uh, some watch, and he's like, and he gives me some percentage off the number that like where is that? That to me is like the craziest. Like where is this number coming? Where is this like wiggle room coming from? Like yeah. in my mind, again, I'm an ignorant baby. Here's a thing. Here's a watch. It costs. You know, there's there's I don't know. There's tungsten in there. I don't know. There's materials in there. Yeah. It has a cost and they sell it for whatever they sell it for. You're telling me there's like, there's like, uh, I guess, I guess margin. Yeah. But like, to me, I'm like, this is, this is like, it's so like, uh, not wishy-washy, but like, so like subjective and like, oh, if, if the guy's having a good day, maybe he'll like, oh, I'll give you 20%. Well, right. He's he, having a good day and offers you 20 and you say, thanks. I'll think about it. And you walk out the door. And as you turn your back, he calls back after you, or he calls you the next day and says, "Hey, you know what? I thought about it again and offers you twenty five. Oh my god! I, that I'm not I'm not Mister like oh you have I'm, no I'm an idea, do you? This is totally new for you. <laughs> There's not some, without. Too, I, I'm not trying too, to be you're, cute. You're too, or too frightened. You're too frightened. You just this can't. This is We're very strange. You know, the, the, the old the old rule was you have to be willing to walk away, and if, once you walk away, that's when they start saying, "Oh, you know what? I think I can do a little better." And and that's what that's what the comments in that Fratello article were saying. Like, and there was a bunch of comments in there, and they were all like, "Yeah, you need to be able to walk away if he's not giving you the discount you want. Just walk out of there, you go, girl." Just, and I'm just, like, "Oh my just god!" Just so that you understand <laughs> a little bit about how this used to be in the old days before any of us were born. Yeah, please. Okay, so in in the 1970s, you used to be able to get wristwatches at the the base PX if you were in the military, right? And prices in the PX were about 60% of the, 
of of what they were for retail. So you, you get a forty percent discount if you were on see, base okay. purchasing. So can you imagine the idea of getting a Rolex forty percent off? Yeah, I mean that would have yeah, been today, nice. Obviously not. Right. That would have been that would have been sweet. And so if, if you think about that, there's that much margin hanging around in some of these prices that, and, and maybe it's not 40% today, but there's still room. There's a lot. And so that's just money in their pocket then. And then, and it's their, uh, prerogative. Like, uh, today I want to well, make, and this, I want to close up the shop today and have made $50,000. And especially if or it's I'm inventory that's making... been hanging around and they don't want, right. Something they've had for sure, months on end and they aren't selling and, sure. and you're their guy. Yeah. Here's the Mark walking in and trying to buy this dumb Seiko. Yeah, I'll give it to you for $200, kid. Who cares? Take it. Man. I didn't mean to hijack the show, but like that, no, that, no. Uh, that was a, a very interesting article. And, uh, and uh, I'm, again, I'm not being cute. I'm not trying to like put on a show for, for whatever, but like uh, that is very foreign <laughs> to me. That concept of like, I'm used to, again, I'm used to like, oh, the iPad $399 or whatever well, it is. Uh, yeah, because they're fixed pricing everywhere, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's and it, maybe that's trend. new. Maybe that is new. Maybe a hundred years ago, if you wanted to buy a chair from like a, a, a chair maker, it was like, yeah, what do you, you know? There was like a a conversation there. How bad do they want price. the sale? Right? How bad do yeah. you want the chair versus how bad do they want the money? Oh man, that sounds exhausting. I'm glad <laughs> it's it's a huge mental load if you do it a lot. No, that uh, honestly, that sounds like a real mental that I don't know that I'd be built for. To be honest with you guys, you're just gonna have to. You're just gonna. You know, you just have to let it. Let it. Thank God for Amazon. (laughs) Thank God for Amazon. All you do is press a button and it just shows up. That's the end of the story. It's magic. All right, this has been the Hour Time Podcast. I'm John Biggs. I'm Victor Marks. I'm Nicholas Dalio, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hour Time Show the official podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchreview.com and wristwatchreview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.